Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Supernova Live. I'm your host, Nova Rain, and author of Unleash Your Supernova, available at your favorite bookstores. I'm also a mother of four, the founder of Rain Magazine, Pink Kangaroo, the Rain School of Fashion, and Nova Rain International. I am here with one of my favorite people in the world, my co-host, Ryan Anderson, founder of Ryan Esquire, a business and peak performance coaching and consulting company. He'll be joining me as my partner in crime as we help you unleash your supernova. If you end up liking Ryan as much as I do, you can get more by checking out RyanEsquire.com. That's Ryan with an O, R-Y-O-N, Esquire.com. So join the fun live every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern as we help you increase creativity, beat burnout, and happily survive the roller coaster of creative entrepreneurship. This is the companion show to the book, Unleash Your Supernova, your go-to guide for immediately usable tips on mindset, creativity hacks, decreasing stress, and unlocking your limitless potential. If you miss us on Fridays on BBS Radio, no problem. Make sure to download and subscribe to the to the Unleash Your Supernova podcast. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how's it going, Nova? I'm good. I am. I feel like I'm like on the rise with my energy level all of a sudden. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it is it is the end of the week. It is Friday and. As you know, this is a big week, and I should be, like, crashing and burning right now. But I don't know. I feel like I'm getting my second wind. Yeah, probably because you're like, the weekend is in sight. I, I can see the end of this roller coaster. That, that's, that's probably where it's coming from. I think so. I think so. And the journey is just beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's How is the journey beginning. going, by the way? It's good. I mean... Our listeners who've been following us for a while, they know that my book just launched um, mm-hmm. March 16th. So it's been a few days, right, post-launch. And I really see it as a new journey as just beginning, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. it, it's still a journey, right? At the end of the day, um, oh, yeah. the journey from writing the book to publishing the book, you know, even just coming up with the idea to getting an agent and getting a publisher to say yes. I mean, that's all part of the journey. But I feel uh-huh. like I just gave birth to a new child. Like, Unleash uh-huh. Your Supernova, the book, is an infant right now. It's a newborn. Uh-huh. And now I have to feed it, nurture it, help it grow, you know. Listen to oh, it cry, clean its diapers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. All bad parts to it, too. Okay, you got to acknowledge that. Yeah, no, it's been a crazy week. I'm keeping up. I'm trying to keep up between the emails and the text messages and the social media posts and notifications. And I had no idea what post-launch would look like. I was so focused on, okay, it's live. The book is here. You know, it's available mm-hmm. for everyone, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. sort of just where my thoughts had stopped. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah, yeah. And I thought the work would stop that day too, but no, 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 no. Anyway. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I, I just happened to read an email this morning and it was talking about um, 
books. What I was talking about was, um, you know, books create a, a, a safe place to examine and, you know, change your mind, you know, change your opinion about mm. stuff versus a conversation with like a friend or a coworker or something where, you know, it could be the exact same topic of, conversa- topic of conversation that was in the book, but, you know, you, you, there's a fear of like, being judged or, or feeling judged or saying something stupid. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, I, I thought that was so interesting and powerful because what you're essentially, what you're essentially have done with the book is, You've created a safe place for people to examine, um, evaluate, and and potentially change their thoughts. And um, now that I've read that, I'm like that is that, that is not only super powerful, but really kind of a um, what's the right word uh, gift that you've given the world, right? And and you should be proud of that. That's so cool, you know, how you just described a book creating a safe space. And I never thought mm-hmm. about it like that, but I completely I agree. Yeah, I love that. I love that um, comparison, you know, to feeling comfortable exploring different ideas or topics um, or experiences without that fear of being judged. You know, you, it's you, it's the book, it's your own thoughts. And I love that. I, um, I love that concept because I'm a big book reader, as you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I do a book club and I really love exploring. And you do a book club show. Yeah. And I do a book club show. That's right. Yeah. You should it up to the world. Yeah. Tuesday's on, book yeah. club. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And, um, for those book lovers out there. Yes. Um, and, and I, I, absolutely relate to going through the stories you know especially the fictional stories and um, getting to know the characters and asking the question what would I do in that situation you know do I agree with their choices or decisions and mm-hmm. I do see that as a safe space to make those mm-hmm. inquiries to explore you know certain decisions that you may say hmm, maybe I, maybe I'll make that or maybe not um, so I love that Mhm. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I, I, I was. I was the same way. It really, it really kind of. It, it opened the line of thinking relating to to not only books but really influence, right? That I had never thought about because people always talk about like me, like you. I, I should write a book and you would know, tell my story or, or whatever the situation may be. And um, I never, I still don't want to. I never want to because a, it's a tremendous amount of work, as as you can attest to. And um, you know, I just, uh, I just haven't wanted to delve in it, right? But 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 if you're looking at it, but if, as I as I read that and started looking at a book from from an influence perspective, you know, if, if my goal, if my mission in life is to really, you know, change hearts and minds, right? It, it might be a better way of doing it in some ways, or at the very least, a better introduction to me than a, a phone conversation would be, because it it, it does create that safe place, right? Um, it it right. does allow people to to read my thoughts, evaluate them, uh, either like them or hate them or, or whatever the situation may be, and not have to worry about offending me or or. Uh, you know, or my arguments or my counter arguments or whatever. 
And um, I, I, so from that perspective, I think it's a unique, it's a, looked at that way strategically, it's a very powerful way of growing a loyal audience. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to say I agree with everyone that's telling you to write a book. You know, I've been telling you to write a book. You do have an incredible story that can change Of course, lives. Misery Loves so, Company. That's exactly why you tell me to write a book. Yeah, I know how it rolls. <laughs> yeah, have um, a job. Best work. thing you'll ever it's do. A, yeah, no one it's, ever a it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to say, I want to take a moment to... <clears throat> Thank everyone who's listening, um, who bought the book, who supported me on this journey. You know, I'm just going to back up a little bit. You know, you know, obviously I'm Noble Rain and I have the show and Ryan is my partner crime on this show. And the show has the same name as our podcast. But Unleash a Supernova, the book, was an idea as a book before it became a podcast. And I had to hold on to that idea and believe that it would come to fruition before it was a thing, before it was real, before it was tangible, before I got the agent, before I finished writing the book, before I got a publisher, before it was delivered in the mail. And that belief turned into a podcast. And so the Unleash a Supernova podcast was launched um, back in late 2019, went on to be nominated for an award a few months after going live. And recently, Ryan and I felt that doing this live show would benefit listeners because we would be bringing more aspects of the actual book and tools and tips to our listeners. And so, but I want to take a moment to say thank you for everyone who has helped me on this journey, including you, Ryan, um, who supported me, who's been there for me who, even if we haven't spoken in years, I mean, I'm hearing from individuals who are still connected with me on social media, but we haven't physically seen each other or even have a, had a conversation in years, but they've been supporting me throughout this journey through recognizing my posts and sharing and things like that. So I want to absolutely say thank you. And for those that are thinking about writing a book and doubting yourself, I want to say, if it's something that's in your heart, go for it. And be okay with it taking time, but look for that support system and those individuals that can guide you along the process. So when I decided that I was going to write a book, I actually went out and I did the research. I I spoke to authors. I asked questions. I went to book conferences, you know, and I tried to get as much knowledge as I could to give me the courage to start penning the first word. And then that led to the courage to go to a conference and actually pick the agents and learn along the way. And so the first book I pitched, I didn't take bring to life. This is actually the second book I pitched, you know, two years after my first pitch. And I was determined to stick to the path and, and allow this dream to come true because I feel oftentimes we fall off that path and we do sort of let fear kind of trap and trap us into the space of paralysis. So I'm proof that you can do it. If I could do it, four kids, multiple brands, and all the other things that I have going on in my life, and I could still write a book and put it out there, you can do it too. And that's what I want to say. Thank you. And if you have a book you want to bring to life, I'm here to support you too. I'm off my soapbox now, Ryan. 
Yeah, yeah. Basically, I, what I heard was, um, if you're uh, a, a successful, amazing, dynamic person, you too can write a book. That, that's essentially what I heard from this next speech, but... But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's literally, is that what you heard? That's the only thing you heard. Right? That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. This is your show. And just, you know, if you're, if you're going to like shine the spotlight bright while you're on your soapbox, who am I going to stop it? But, but, <laughs> but you that do is not what, but that, I can't that, argue that with what you intent, heard. Though. I don't know if it's what I said, yeah. but I can't argue with what you heard. <laughs> you know, that, that's the problem with communication, right? It's always left up to the recipient. The recipient is the one who gets to ultimately decide what is truly being conveyed. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but, 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 you know, my BS aside, I, I think we have some really great points, which is like, you know, um, that anything worthwhile not only is, is going to be difficult, but oftentimes it does take time, right? Um, and there's going to be those those struggles, those setbacks, like you said, like your first one didn't make it, right? Um, and, and and it really is. I remember one time reading about it, it was talking about it was kind of like, it was really talking about the hero's journey in some way, and and really a lot of those of those challenges that people talk about, but those setbacks, what they really are is their test to determine whether or not you're worthy of the success that's going to come as a result of completing whatever that journey or quest or, you know, whatever term you want to call that, right? And mm-hmm. and by by ne- not losing that focus, right? Like you said, not, not losing faith in yourself, having that supportive team, which in the hero's journey would be like, you know, all the people that go along the journey with them, right, the supporting cast, having those supportive people uh, along with you on that journey uh, is super important to, you know, not only com- completing or, or accomplishing that goal, but maintaining your sanity throughout the process, right? Um, because I, I'm sure, especially when you're doing a book like like Supernova, where where in some ways, many ways, you're uh, it, it's kind of like revealing your soul in many ways from the standpoint of like your thoughts, your ideas, your beliefs, and it, I'm sure it causes you to question sometimes, right? And, and having mm-hmm. people that you can to you can um, bounce those fears, those anxieties off against, who, who who can really hopefully objectively give you feedback that's like, no, 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 you really are on the right path, um, goes a long ways to to making this or really allowing it to be finished, right? You no, know, because everybody needs that support. Everybody needs that 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 push sometimes um, because. You know, two years, you can get kind of dark for two years as far as, like, am I ever going to get this done? Is it ever going to come to light? You know, is it going to be worthwhile? So um, I think it's a very powerful message that you just convey to the audience about that. Yeah, and I also agree with your point about it will take time. and. and <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the point I was going to emphasize. That was the point. Oh, okay, sorry, Ryan. Sorry. <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> sorry. Go back to your soapbox. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about patience. Oh, mom voice. Okay. Right mom tone. I get that a lot. Be patient. Be patient with yeah. your dreams. And having that support system is so key. I was um, having a, I had an interview yesterday and someone had asked, you know, how are you doing all you're doing? And um, yeah, I do have multiple brands and projects going on, but I didn't start them all at this 
same time. And they've been in the works for years. You know, mm-hmm. Noble Orient International, I've been working on for about um, at least planting the seeds for about four or five years. Pink Kangaroo was about a year and a half ago where I had the initial idea. Unleash a Supernova two years ago. And so these things take time. And when you're building something that of true value, you want to you want to put the time in that's going to allow it to have a really strong foundation to grow and pivot from where you could pivot from and or scale from. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm going someone to asked, pivot because, sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Um, no, no, go ahead. PK pivoted a little bit, you know, cause I, I've been, I've been along on the, on the entire PK journey and, and I, PK pivoted a little bit uh, from original concept to what it is now, as far as audience. And, 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 you know, um, on some, not, not drastically, but on some level. And, and so, you know, acknowledging that those are going to happen and, and, and changing sometimes midstream, um, that's important for people to know, you know, because, uh, just because you have what you think is a great idea in the beginning doesn't mean everybody else in the world thinks it's a great idea. And, and acknowledging that, the audience wants something else and being willing to pivot to it. Like that's huge. Like that's a key to success in business that a lot of, I think businesses don't do, you know, that they get, they get stuck in their ways. They get stuck. And this is what we've always done. And, you know, maybe it worked 10 years ago, but that was 10 years ago. Right. So I think that was an important yeah. part or point that you made. Yeah, no, no, thank you. I like the idea that you emphasize that because in the book, I do talk a lot about pivot, pivoting and changing course mm-hmm. and direction and how to deal with that and handle that and I think sometimes we are afraid to change course we are afraid yeah. to pivot you know, you know, it, yeah you know maybe um, you'll be judged by your partner mm-hmm. or your spouse or your family or your consumers um, mm-hmm. you know maybe it's the fear of failing like oh if I change my mind or if I pivot that means I've failed I mean, there are many reasons that we have why yep. we don't change course when we feel it's right to change course. And then that becomes more yep. detrimental in the long run, right? It, it creates more mm-hmm. pain or challenges or obstacles in the long run because we did not, you know, adhere to that, to those signals, <laughs> so the blinking red light. And mm-hmm. we're like, no, nope, we're still moving forward, you know, um, because, you know, we decided to not change or p- change course or pivot for those reasons mentioned earlier or other reasons. And I want to say, allow yourself permission to do that because if something isn't Mm -hmm. feeling right anymore, there's a reason for that. If you aren't having fun anymore, there's a reason for that, you know, Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't ignore those things. You know, we shouldn't ignore those. I'm going back to your, your comment about PK. So pink kangaroo PK is for pink kangaroo. And it is a podcast network, and it's a home for wild thinkers is, is the our tagline. And our audience, our, our content creators, our hosts, primarily and secondarily our listeners, and we bring both of them together. Well, initially, we wanted to offer everything to our hosts. We wanted to help them not only launch their show and brand their show, but produce their show and edit their show and market their show. And then as we got into um, launching and then post-launch, we decided 
you know what? Let's focus on what we can do now and do really, really well and find partners that can help with those other areas. And so what we do really well are curating great shows and content and providing strategy to our hosts to help launch, grow, and monetize their show. And so, but we had to pivot to that when we realized that the other services would be great, but not the best thing to launch with. And to be a little more focused on what we can deliver of value, as you mentioned earlier, Ryan, make, you know, making sure we're providing value, what we can offer of value right now. So I love that example. Um, Pink Kangaroo, a.k.a. PK, is growing tremendously and super excited about that. And I think part of that was because we did make that decision really early on to pivot uh-huh. and focus on what we're offering. Yeah, because, you know, in that discussion that we were having, we were doing that, um, I basically made you do the numbers, right? I mean, that stuff. And the numbers just, it's crazy. I'm not a huge number person, for example, like numbers don't tell the entire story, but they can at least give you an evaluative, you know, point to like say yes or no about some decisions. So we ran the numbers, it completely changed the entire like thought process of what we were doing. And, and it allowed us to really focus on like what your gift is, what you're great at, and you're great at branding, you're great at storytelling, you know, you're great at the, at the, at the visual imagery of it, right? And, and that, in addition to the concept of PK, is really what makes PK different, right? It's visually beautiful, right? Uh, like, like the, the visual story is, is compelling. And, um, people, you know, people are attracted to it and, and they, they, you know, give the shows a chance because it piques their visual interest, right? And so, um, by doubling down on that, which is what your gifts are, it really allowed, you know, you to create what you wanted to create. And then you allowed other companies that do what they do well, do the back end stuff that isn't really what you wanted to do anyway. Cause you love telling the story. You don't love, you know, amplifying the message necessarily, right? So, um, yeah, it, it, it was that was a huge pivot point for for not only you but PK as well. And um, you know, it just shows that 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 by really focusing on that, and, and in this case, it'd be the why, like why why did you do PK? By really focusing on that why, understanding that why, it allowed you to to tap into what your original motivations were. And then double down on that because, you know, your, your original motivations were authentic to you. And if they're authentic, authentic to you, not only can you, can you, you know, talk to, to uh, hosts with more passion, more authority, right? Uh, you can do the same with, with, um, advertisers. And it just allowed you to, to step into what your greatness is, which, you know, it's why PK is doing so well. Yes. And speaking of greatness. I'm going to go back to Unleash Your Supernova, the book launch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Humble about, brag, humble brag, speaking of greatness. No, yeah, I, I know. I'm just going to say. Spotlight, spotlight. No. Shine and bright. Shine and Where I am going with this is that the book is about helping others tap into that greatness, yeah. unleashing that limitless potential. And you, you had mentioned, um, a few minutes ago about having that support system and, and reaching out to those around you that could, mm-hmm. you know, provide you guidance and mentorship yep. and coaching. And it's, it's 
so, so critical, you know, when it comes down to birthing something new, launching something new, and having that environment that can provide, you know, um, going back to my analogy of a child, the nourishment Mm -hmm. (laughs) needed Mm -hmm. for that Mm -hmm. idea to grow, right? And so along the this journey, when I um, had gotten the book deal and knew, you know, I had to turn out a book in a few months and then, you know, work on getting the word out about it and having had, you know, marketed and published a magazine, but doing a personal book is very different, which I learned. Okay. And okay. it was individuals like yourself and other friends, family members, my own immediate family that really helped create that supportive system, that supportive environment to push me forward on the days where I was just tired or exhausted, or I'm like, ugh, this is too much work, ugh, you know, mm-hmm. and having, <laughs> it's so much work, and, but it's it so worth it, though, it's so worth it, so, you know, uh-huh. most of us have, have gotten some really achieved. Yeah. Yeah, we've achieved something we're proud of in life, but it took work. It took effort to get that, right? So I don't regret the mm-hmm. work because I believe it's the reward. It's so much greater. And, but I do believe it's important to pay attention to our environment. And when I say environment, I do talk about the, not only the personal environment of people who are in your life or the physical environment, yeah. but also the mental environment. And all mm-hmm. those three things come together to help you tap into your inner brilliance is what I, what I say, your supernova. And it's something that I talk about in the book, but when you had mentioned support and coaching and, and, you know, mentors and things like that, I wholeheartedly believe in, in developing that social environment that can help you push the needle forward. You know, I remember days when I didn't have a mentor or didn't have a coach and the contrast when I had, one or the other, and um, it really does make a difference. And then having the people around you that are going to be your cheerleaders or your fan addicts, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the ones yep. that are going to be with you no matter what. They're going to push you forward. They're going to pat you on the back. They're going to say you can do it. You need to surround yourself with as many of those individuals as possible. And I think that's what helped me bring this book to life. And super grateful and overwhelmed with the positive response that it's gotten so far. And you know what? To my listeners, to our listeners, be unapologetic about your successes. You know, you have to be your biggest cheerleader. Right? I mean, we hold ourselves back for so many reasons. Why are we holding ourselves back? We are, we have like a ball of light within us that's ready to be like, ready to burst out, ready to shine. But we cover ourselves up, we put our heads down, we curl into a ball, and we are all such brilliant individuals if we just allow ourselves to tap into a fraction of what our potential is. And so I used to be one of those individuals. I would be like, no, I don't want to, uh, uh, and, and holding back because I, I don't know, maybe it's a fear of being judged or maybe I don't want someone else to feel mm-hmm. bad that I feel happy about my own success or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But we're all here to achieve greatness. All of us, every single one of us. It's a choice that we have that we can, you know, decide to do or not. And if you are choosing to be unapologetic about doing that, if you're choosing to go after your dreams, you know what? Pat yourself on the back, get on top of 
you know, the mountaintop and shout it out because you're going to inspire so many other people to do the same. And I think that's what it's about. It's about our own personal growth and then helping others to grow too. So I'm excited about the book, not only because it's something that started with an idea and now it's physical and tangible. I am more excited about anyone and everyone that can benefit from the words that are shared in the book. Yeah, you said two things there that tied together, actually, that I think are important to, to, to highlight as tied together. Um, and it was uh, essentially, you know, finding people that, that are like-minded thinking to support you through, through the journey. And and don't be afraid to, um, you know, step into your greatness and, and work on achieving it, right? And, and one of the things that happens along um, any journey of self-growth, self-development, and improvement is you start to you start to change obviously right and in your your ambitions usually get higher um your expectations of yourself and the people that you you surround yourself with gets higher um you just you start to speak differently act differently think differently it's just it's just a natural natural progress uh of of learning growing and evolving but with that comes if if you don't have a, a back to the support system if your circle of friends or your circle of influence isn't on a similar growth trajectory or a growth mindset trajectory they're going to start to notice you changing and 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 essentially pulling away and oftentimes if you don't have that 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 support system that is that way they're going to like this is where the fear comes in a lot of times when making those changes they're going to you know start to say, like, you know, people like you don't make it. You know, most entrepreneurial ventures fail. You know, are you really going to leave the security of a job to go try this? And and all these negative things to make you doubt, And when the reality is it's, it's out of their own fear that that comes in many ways, or, or their fear of abandonment, or, or their, you know, guilt for not going on and, and trying to do something great with their lives. And, and so, you know, it, knowing that that is a potential thing to happen, and, and realizing that when you're in that situation and then accepting that it's okay to essentially either cut some of those people free or just not see them as much and then go out and seek people who are of like mind, who will support you, who will mentor you through it. That's where it gets super important because, you know, like humans are, humans love to be a part of a group. Like that's how we survive. We're cooperative. And, and, you know, as a result, we will behave in many ways very similar to our group. So if we're surrounded mm-hmm. with a group of high achievers, oftentimes we're going to be a high achieving, successful person. If we're surrounded by a, a group of people who, you know, who just enjoy working nine to five and, you know, go home at night and on weekends drinking beer and watching TV, that's probably what we're going to do. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm saying group in many ways determines your behavior, your thought processes, your ideas of success, the idea of what you think is achievable is oftentimes uh, defined by your group. And that's the power of of what you're saying. So um, I just want to tie those two together because I I Mm -hmm. think individually they're super powerful concepts. Together they are life-changing. It's a life-changing concept because they do work together. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right on that. I have a question for you, playing devil's advocate. Yep. So you mentioned earlier that 
you wanted to write or you've been told that you should write a book. What's holding yeah. you back? I'm curious. Laziness. Laziness. I, I, I don't want to put the effort into it. It's, it's really not, it, oddly enough, this is not a fear of like being judged or evaluated. Cause I, mm-hmm. the irony is I write all the time. I've got blog posts out there everywhere. Like I, 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 I don't have a fear of that. I, um, I, I, I know how much work it is. I also know that most of my writing is, is fairly short from the standpoint of it's like, it, it's one idea a post typically. And, mm-hmm. um, the, 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 the brain effort to make a contiguous piece of information with, which is in many ways what a book is, which is, you know, it has an overarching theme and then, you know, small ideas within it, right? It just seems like something that I just don't want to do right now, if that makes sense. So, um, I'm not going to lie and, you know, come up with some kind of like, Sounds good, PC answer. The, the real answer is laziness. <laughs> so, ah. uh, no, I uh, no, I'm just laughing. That's yeah, honest. I mean, That's it, honest. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. You know me. I'm I'm honest and direct. Uh, and and you know, um, I keep reading stuff that makes me inch toward it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but but. I also know, like, I write well, but I, I think my true gift of expression is communication, like, like speaking, like you and I are now, a conversation back and forth. Um, I, I think it, it's, it's more, I think hearing it has a more emotional component to it. And, and mm-hmm. you questioning me, like you just did now, allows me to uh, not only express, but then expound on what I said, right? And, and hopefully address right. things that other people are afraid to say. So I really like that component of it. Now go back to what we're talking about with, you know, a book that gives the people that freedom to to change. That was super powerful, and is something that really kind of again that was one of those inch toward doing it. Um, I am writing a chapter for a book. Uh, that that's been my first venture into becoming a published author. So um, you know, we'll see how that goes. That that in some mm-hmm. ways will determine one way or the other. But but yeah, a lot of it's just I just haven't wanted to put the the effort into it because um, I know too many people who have written books and um, you know, it's, it's never a pleasant conversation while they're in the middle of the journey. This is very much where it is like birth. It's never a pleasant conversation when in the middle of it, when they look back on it, they never remember it as bad as it was because the result mm-hmm. is worth it. Right. So right. I, however, have not had that result. But I've been along the journey before, right? So that's what I'm feeling yeah. emotionally. I'm not feeling the euphoric, you know, aftermath or, or euphoric result of, of, of the book, the book being published and then the outpouring of appreciation that like you've received just in three days. So I, no, I, I get that. And it does take a lot of effort to, you know, put your thoughts on paper and then in an organized way and edit it. And it has to be a certain amount of words for it to actually be a book versus just a long article and all these other mm-hmm. things. And I think for some, it also is, you know, a lack of creativity. I have a yeah. um, a son who's writing a book and the portion that he's written is amazing, but he sort of ran out of ideas is what he said. Yeah. And, um, 
so he came up with an idea on how he would be able to start getting creative again to be motivated to finish this book. So in Unleash Your Supernova, chapter 11, I, I talk about how to boost creativity. Throughout the book, there are tips on increasing t- creativity, but what, this chapter is, is some, something that I really enjoy revisiting. It's super easy um, mm-hmm. to reference, especially when you sort of hit those walls. But I'm going to go through a few tips on how to boost creativity, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are and if you utilize any of them. But I think this is really important. You know, I'm celebrating the book launch that happened this week, and it took a lot of um, me digging deep to find, you know, the creativity to complete the book, especially during a pandemic. And so what I'm saying to our listeners is that there are these hacks that you can employ, no matter if you're in a pandemic or not in a pandemic, if you are at home or on vacation, at work or walking, where you can tap into new ideas, new solutions, new strategies, et cetera. So I'm going to start. I'm just going to read a few and then you tell just tell me we could revisit the ones that are your favorites or the ones that you tend to employ. Get social. So for example, head out to a movie, shut your brain down from the labor for a couple of hours. Call a friend mm-hmm. or family member to help alleviate the pressure that is blocking you from finding the level of creativity that you're searching for. Investing time with your family is probably going to lessen your feelings of anxiety and provide you with more energy to put towards creative thinking. That's one. Two, request help. Requesting help is not a sign of weakness. Getting advice from people that you trust and respect is a smart thing to do. Learning from the experiences of others can positively impact your life and business. We just we were talking about that before. Remember good memories. Recalling good times and victories of the past will make it a lot simpler for you to find creative motivation. Another one is revisit your values. We model our environment to reflect our core values. Reminding ourselves of those values can motivate us to achieve our goals. Another is tame the perfectionist. Perfectionism can cause you to chip away at, at or ruin your best work. Try not to obsess over getting everything right. When an idea comes to you, act on it and figure out the bumps along the way. I'm going to read a couple more. Read biography, biographies of creative people. A great way to invigorate your mind is to read stories about successful creative entrepreneurs. You can learn a lot just by finding out about what works for these great personalities and how they overcame hurdles on their road to success. Be open to learn from both their triumphs and disappointments. Another one is enjoy the gift of nature. Go outside and breathe in some fresh air. Enjoy the birds, flower gardens, and other natural scenes. Nature can inspire you in more ways than you can imagine. And there's many more on the list that I'm not going to go over, but want to know, do any of those jump out at you and or do you use any of those tips now to increase your creativity? Yes. Um, the first one I, I thought was was um, interesting because it kind of reminded me of flow, right? Tap, t- tapping into flow. What was the first one again? I remember having the thought, but what, what were the actual words on the first one that you read? Yeah. Give me a second. I just yeah. get the social. Get social. What was the second one then? Request help. Remember good memories. I would get social. Um, 
Oh, I don't know what it was, it's social. Um, so part of, like, the reason it reminded me of flow is, um, you know, um, the brain, the way the brain works as far as, like, a lot of what creativity is, is, like, essentially connecting dots, right, between different ideas, different, different, whatever, right? And, and that usually happens when the brain is in, a, in the right wave, brainwave state. And that comes with, essentially, it's not relaxation from sleeping, but it's relaxation from the standpoint of, like, you're not actively focusing on something. So, like, get social, hang with friends, do whatever. That allows the brain to get into that that that, that state, right? And it's amazing the connections that come when you're not focused on it. It actually happens a lot in the shower, too, for the same reason. Um, and, and so, yeah, that one to me is, is stepping away, like working on something really hard, learning as much as you can, and then stepping away. It allows the brain to now make these never-before-made connections between the, the information that you just learned, gathered, whatever the situation may be. So that one stuff out to me from the flow perspective part of it. And the other one is that, that um, stuck out to me was um, reading books, autobiographies or autobiographies about successful people. Um, I've done that. To me, where it, it's, it's super powerful isn't always in what they went through, or not what they did, but what they did. It's more in the struggles they went through from the standpoint of, Knowing that everybody who tries something great is going to go through struggles and mm-hmm. that it's normal, uh, and it's overcomable. Oh, oh, that's not a word. You're able to overcome it. it. It really, even I don't typically lose hope too bad. It's just nice to know, even though you don't know this person, you're, you're, you're like, you're not the only one who feels this way. Um, that to me, I've always found to be, you know, very helpful. Um, as far as it's weird from what I do, I remember when I started writing, um, I remember because my goal was like, you know, three, four days a week. I'm like, how am I going to come up with crap three or four days a week? And, and what happened to me was once I knew I was going to be writing and kind of knew the areas of information I was going to be writing on, my brain essentially shifted from the to, and started looking I guess subconsciously, everything that I read, you know, listened to, whatever, my brain filtered as a potential topic that I could write, write, write upon, right? So by basically saying, I'm going to do this, these are the topics, my brain then started looking for creative inspiration. And I think that's really important to, like, like you're talking about your son and, and you ran out of topics. You know, if you just kind of kept his mind open and, and knew that here's my topic, here's what I'm writing on, and then just you know, throughout his reading, throughout his podcast, and throughout his conversations with people, you know, just what kind of left his brain open to the ideas, the thoughts that that, that can't come to him. It's crazy how much um, fertile ground that is for creative inspiration. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's so true, and I, I love the the aspect of um, revisiting like fond memories because. Yeah. If if we're if we have let's just say writer's block for example you get frustrated or you have this problem and you can't figure out the solution you know you start having all these negative thoughts but if you revisit mm-hmm. a, a positive memory in the past it creates these feelings you know of happiness or joy or giddiness or excitement whatever that was and then that also helps kickstart those creative juices or the flow that you were talking about mm-hmm. and then all of yep. a sudden the solution pops in your head. You're able to clear yeah. that space. 
to allow for solutions to actually come to you or ideas to come to you. So I think we forget sometimes that our mood and our emotions can also well, impact our creativity. It, so I, I really like really that. Powerful, it's actually really powerful that you say that because I hadn't thought about this term, but when you, when you really think about it, creativity, what are you doing? You are building something. You are create. That is positive. You know, the reality is you cannot create anything from a negative perspective, right? Because negative is taking away. Positive is putting things together, is building, right? You build by putting things together. You do not build by taking things away, right? So it's impossible to actually be creative in a negative mindset. It's impossible to do. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 But when you really think about it from that perspective, it makes total sense, doesn't it? Like, like, like when you when you're writing your book, you are building the book. You are building the thought. You're you're putting those like that's creative. That's building. When and, and go back to editing. What's editing? Editing is evaluating, removing. It's a, it's kind of a negative process, right? And and right. so like, like that's why people talk about like they're don't do it at the same time because they're two different you know essentially sides of the brain ways of thinking. That's you know that so by extension, what you just said is extremely powerful okay. because. It's impossible to create if you're not in a positive frame of mind. So I know I went through um, some of my favorites on that list and boosting creativity, and I thought the point that you just made was super powerful. But mm-hmm. I wanted to just add these in um, before we wrapped up today. So one is play a game. Mm-hmm. Games can help stimulate creative thoughts. Go to an arcade and play video games, or perhaps take out your favorite board game or deck of cards. The point is to find time to play games you really like to inspire fun and creativity. Another one that we don't always think of is get a massage. Massages can help calm the body, making it simpler to find solutions to problems and think of new ideas. And this other one is get a creative space. Carve out an exclusive space that you retreat to when you need to be inventive. You can do this by finding a corner in your house that is free from any forms of distraction. Once you discover your creative spot, go there frequently and notice how easily your innovative thoughts come to you. So it's not the complete list, but I did want to throw in a few more um, before we wrap it up today. What do you think of those? I really, I really like to play one because um, just as we get older in America, like, you know, it's all about seriousness and like being a professional, you know, like making money. And, and, and the reality is like, Humans love to play. I mean, I mean, like, like there's reasons why as children we play. It's imaginative. Like, you know, we're putting ourselves in situations uh, mentally that that we're not physically, and, and, and that whole process is is nothing but creative, and that's done through play. And, and you know, as a result, like when we play as humans, it goes back to you know the brainwaves and stuff. Like, it, it, it puts us back in that that imaginative creative frame of mind and allows those those connections to be made um and, and plus it's, it's just it's just a hell of a lot of fun it makes you makes you a much more interesting person <clears throat> people who have hobbies are way more interesting people that that, that, that don't right <laughs> so um I, that one i love and then the, the the second one that you mentioned which was um what was that second one uh get a massage <laughs> massage same thing um uh, back 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 to the brainwaves right like that puts you in a very relaxed state of mind a very relaxed uh, the, the brainwaves that that allows 
those those creative connections to be made because a lot, a lot of creativity really is allowing the brain to relax and make those connections between ideas that have not been connected before. And that's really mm. it's essentially impossible to do when you're actively trying to do it in some ways because um, that's not how the brain works. And so a lot of what Americans have been told to do from a business perspective um, is mm-hmm. wrong from a creative perspective. Um, because this work, 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 mm. work, work, to, like, you know, to your exhausted is not the most creatively productive way to work, right? And, and, and a lot of creatives that are now working from home, working by themselves, are discovering not only when are they at peak creativity, not only how they can, you know, more efficiently get into peak creativity, but the importance of stopping, taking a break, stepping away you know, changing what the frame of mind that you're in, relax. they're discovering the importance of that because as human, humans are not built to focus and be creative 10, 12, 13 hours a day straight through. It's not how our brains work. And so mm, right. it's, it's not, in many ways, maximizing stuff isn't about how to do more of it's working within the limitations of human anatomy and maximizing the peak performance with within the parameters of how long that peak performance is going to be. So if you can be creative, peak performance-wise for four hours at a time, maximize those four hours at a time. Don't try to make eight hours. Do something else the other four that's not creative, right? Maybe that's your yeah. task, right? Maybe whatever. So, yeah. No, I like that, especially how you mentioned in the end, um, if you have four hours versus the eight hours and you know what your limits are, you know, don't stretch out trying to do a creative task for eight hours. You're going to just run dry. The battery is yep. going to run low. <laughs> okay. Yep. The car will turn off. <laughs> yep. Yep. So um, yep. I really love the, you know, finding or creating that space in your home and yes. that you go to, you know, that you associate with creativity, that you associate with mm-hmm. being inventive. Um, I have an area where I have an easel and a paint board to paint um, in this room, which is different from the room where I do my emailing and my podcast recording. And, and when I go to this other space, um, it's cozier and it actually is the space where I, I like to work out as well. And we know that exercise ties into, you know, um, creating flow and creativity. So it's interesting how where I, you know, like to paint is also where I like to work out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that's that's important to recognize that our environment does play into how we create, how well we create, right? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, this all comes back to the how we started off the show talking about the book launch and how this was a journey and where I am now and, and what's, what's on the horizon in terms of the book and things like that. And so for my journey right now in my life, it's the book, but it will be something else shortly thereafter. And for those that are listening, it could be a new project. It could be a podcast, you know, maybe you're a painter or a designer. Um, it could be anything that you're wanting to you know, take to a, to new heights or you're wanting to launch. And so all of these tips can be 
you know, implemented right away, right now, to dun da da da, unleash your supernova. <laughs> you know, I had to get. I like the dun da da da. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, the cartoon. Next time I'm gonna do like wear some tap shoes, you know, and put some speakers by yeah. them. And... <laughs> yeah, I think I want to see that. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, speaking of what's what's ahead, my daughter is in the middle of dance season. She's a competitive dancer, and mm-hmm. shout out shout out to Aspen, um, and she has a dance competition. Um, and so, anyway, that's what's next for me. That's the immediate thing on my horizon is being mom for my at my daughter's dance competition. So I'm looking forward to that. But I want to just do a quick mention of our sponsor, Pink Kangaroo. And Pink Kangaroo is a home for wild thinkers, the podcast network for content creators and hosts that are seeking a place to grow and or launch their show with a community of like-minded thinkers, um, a community that, that targets creatives and entrepreneurs. So if you are a host and you're hearing this or you're thinking about launching a show, definitely check out Pink Kangaroo. It's Pink Kangaroo with a U. And also, Ryan, you know, I always love um, doing this show with you, the live show with you. So thank you again yeah, for being too. my partner in crime. Of course. And that's right. And Thank you for shining the spotlight so brightly. <laughs> I'm so, I, I hope you're blinded by, you know, like all I the am. Light. I, I, I am in awe. <laughs> I, I, you know, the spotlight and the soapbox and the tap, <laughs> the, the tapping of the shoes, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm speechless. That's, you know, I'm here to deliver. I'm here to deliver. So <laughs> for our listeners, um, definitely uh, go to your favorite bookstore, go to Amazon, go to UnleashYourSupernova.com, get the book, learn how to tap into your unlimited potential, increase your creativity, beat burnout, you know, get, you know, get rid of stress in your life and tap into that inner brilliance. So check out Unleash Your Supernova, the book, and then also don't forget to subscribe and download the Unleash Your Supernova podcast. Well, you you will hear our replays of our live shows as well. So again, thank you, Ryan. It was a pleasure as usual. I look forward to doing this again. Okay, next week, same time, same place. And yep, I'm um, being here. All right, and in the meantime, for our listeners, continue to unleash your supernova. Bye. Bye, everyone.